Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, Gator, along with... We have a special guest on Skype with us is Bjorn from Sweden. And Bjorn is one of our, our very good listeners. We've mentioned him a couple times. He's been kind enough to send us some, some gifts and everything. And, and so Bjorn is with us, and we're going to talk to Bjorn about coronavirus. Hi, Bjorn. Hi there. How, How are you doing? How are you doing, guys? Good, good. So, Bjorn, you're in your house right now, so you're not smoking, unfortunately, correct? Oh, okay. It's shitty weather outside. Yes, well. Yeah. But if you were smoking, what would it be? Just, you know, just uh, give us a peek into your humidor there. <laughs> right now, at this time of day, I would probably be smoking a Cuban Mono Cristo number five. Uh, That's one of my favorites. Or uh, that hurts. Or the Petit Edmundo from from the Monte Cristo. I really like those cigars. Wow. Well, unfortunately, those or, are not options for no, us. No, though. Although we did have <laughs> a Cuban on the last. True. Yeah. 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 We had that Partagas uh, Calibra in the last episode. We did. So that was really nice. But well, today is going to be Smoker's Choice because it is. Um, the My Monthly Cigars box for the month of May is shipping out early next week and so we will be doing the unboxing for this month on the friday may 8th podcast so that means but we today, still have our four weeks to get all of our precisely, four cigars in precisely so. but that means today jeff and i had the opportunity to do smoker's choice so i'm going to be smoking the perdomo vintage 12 year barrel aged connecticut in you the, went up a notch in the gordo size it's the six by or six and a half by 60 it has a Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, a Cuban seed Nicaraguan binder, and Cuban seed Nicaraguan filler. While Jeff, and, I dug deep into the humidor, and and I had to look up all the statistics or the information for your cigar. You're because, the stat guy. Heaven forbid, you know you know what you're smoking. But Jeff is going to be smoking the Avo Synchro Nicaraguan Toro, six by fifty four, which has an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper a Dominican binder, and filler made up of Dominican, Nicaraguan, and Peruvian tobaccos. I'm going bigger going home here for breakfast because we're recording early today. We are recording early. Because apparently Bjorn isn't in the same time zone we are. No, no. Bjorn is seven hours ahead of us. So it is currently 9.30 in the morning where we are at, which means it's about 4.30 in the afternoon for Bjorn. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. So. Now, knowing Nick and I, um, most people should realize, but we just pulled all-nighters because there's no way we'd ever be up this early and ready to record. Well, I mean, I got some sleep. but Did you? Anyway. Well, how about we go ahead and cut, cut? the cigar? Yeah. All right. So it's time for the official cutting, which is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And Dan Ponder over there at Riverman, he continues to... Bring cigars to the people as best he can. Um, I know Missouri's going to be reopening, kind of starting to reopen, I believe, on the Monday, men, Monday yeah. May 4th. However, um, St. Louis City and St. Louis County have, I guess, additional authority to, to extend theirs. And so they are um, currently extended indefinitely. And so it's one of those things where Dan is kind of uh, subject to that rule. So... For right now, he's still doing the curbside. He's still doing the pickup. He's doing the uh, the mail order and everything. So get in touch with Dan. He's got something for every budget between $3 and $100. And he can get you hooked up and, and taken care of. And you're helping to save a small business that is, you know, 
they're all struggling right now. Precisely. So do what you can to help out the little well, guys. Well, and that's and that's exactly it. You know, I mean, Dan's fortunate that he's been able to to keep going through this. But there's a lot of brick and mortars that haven't. Yeah. And if you happen to live in an area where your brick and mortar has just completely shut down, then you're obviously looking for somewhere to go to get your cigars. Or maybe you live in an area where you don't even have a brick and mortar near you and you normally are hitting up the Internet guys. Calling Dan would be a good way to support a small business that's that's struggling and making it through it and everything. So so give Dan a call and he can get a care package shipped out to you. I mean, same day or next day at the latest. Perfect. So, good deal. But that's Dan over at Riverman Cigar Company. It's so time to. With that, we'll go ahead and the cut the cigar. Now, Bjorn, I have to apologize to you for something. Okay, what's that? Did you lose the cutter? <laughs> I'm not going to completely 100% fess up. I've lost the cutter. I'm having trouble locating the cutter. <laughs> and Nick was even going to bring his today. And then he forgot it. Mine is at my office, I will admit. Yeah. I know exactly where it is. It's a, I have a box in my office with little, you know, keepsakes and other things like that. And yeah. it's it's in there. And I but I have my Calibri Deep V cutter, so that's why I, I don't oh, that's have a nice one. But you don't it have is. your uh, fancy red cutter. No, I have yet to find my Zycar XO and I I'm I'm almost at the point of just kind of wishing it well and assuming it crossed over the rainbow bridge. <laughs> Um, but I, you know, I had a suggest. somebody made a suggestion to me the other day that I need to look into a, an SV cutter. I think it's by Calibri. I don't know, but it, it, um, but it's, it's a straight cutter and a a V cutter in the same, uh, device. Yeah. The best of both. They are really nice. Are they nice? Okay. So yeah. yeah, So I'll have to look into that. Just can straight cut it from, from the one side of the cutter and V cut it from the other side. It's, uh, it's awesome. Okay. Very cool. Well, okay, so that's two people endorsing it now, so I'm gonna have to look into this. So I, I don't have an opinion either way. You barely you <laughs> hardly ever have a cutter. Most hey. of the time you're just gnawing the end of that cigar off with your teeth. Let's be honest, you're lucky I'm even wearing pants today. Barely. Yeah, yeah. Shorts. <laughs> I'm wearing some workout shorts, it, Bjorn. It's more Bjorn's lucky, although Bjorn's on Skype, so he just kinda sees the view of the camera. So unless I you know, I'm like that old boy on, was it Good Morning America or the Today Show? He was doing the, the remote thing, the reporter, and he had on his suit and, you know, tie and everything, and then he's not wearing any pants, but you could see his legs in the video. It was great. <laughs> Have you seen you that, You could Nick? do that, I, I could I, see you do that. I, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that, but I did see an, a headline about that, actually. I so. sent it to you last night. Oh, okay. He never looks at my stuff, Bjorn. You never look at anything <laughs> I send you. I send you le- legitimate stuff. You send me like monkeys humping footballs. <laughs> but they're really cool. <laughs> Sometimes I'm pulling for the football. Just saying. I mean, you know. Yeah. You got to mix it up every once in a while. But <laughs> anyway, so Bjorn. So so let's but let's back up just a little bit. A couple of episodes. Well, okay. I need to light my cigar, but well, but we'll. You, you I'll, I'll start. Question, I'll we'll start do our this, cold and draws, then we'll but, we'll light you know. and get the information going. So <clears throat> so Bjorn, um, a couple of episodes back, Jeff had mentioned that he has yet to find a cigar smoker that has had coronavirus. I did, and Bjorn reached out to us and said, "I've had coronavirus." Yes, and so. That's why we scrambled to get you on the show is because we wanted to kind of talk to you about that experience and kind of, you know, how it happened, how it's gone. 
and and you know now post recovery like you're you're in you're recovered correct mm-hmm. okay so we want to talk a little bit about that so if so. you would just kind of start us out how how did you realize you had it how did you get tested you know let's start at the beginning well um first of all it's it started out with um, uh, my wife got a call uh from somewhere um where it was pointed out that um we have found out that you have been in the same room with someone else that was uh, infected with this uh, disease. And uh, that happened on a couple of occasions. Um, so it, it's because, you know, we're not completely on a lockdown in Sweden. It's uh, everything is uh, pretty open and uh, you're asked to keep the distance. But yeah, you all know how that's going to go. It works. Eh, OK, but maybe OK, is not good enough. So um, after a little while, we started coming down with uh, uh, yeah, we're not being quite well. So uh, we came down with uh, sore throats, uh, fever, uh, dry coughing, pain in the lungs, etc. And very being very, very tired, uh, which led us to yeah not be functioning quite all right. So, um, and it's quite obvious that's what's going around right now with all those symptoms. And in Sweden at this point... Um, it's actually not uh, possible to get tested because uh, if you want to get tested... Even today? uh, Yeah, even today. Because if you want to get tested, they only say, oh, sorry, we can only test people who are actually in need of hospital care. Uh, So uh, at this point, it's uh, it's for for a regular guy who don't need hospital care, it's it's not possible to do it. Wow. Wow. So you were were sick, but did you ever go into the hospital or were you just... No, uh, the, the closest it out we were home. was uh, the, the ambulance uh, was at our place uh, one time for my wife. Okay. Uh, but they just helped her a little bit, and then they said, uh, okay, thanks a lot, bye-bye. And that, that, that's also uh, pretty interesting because they came out, came into our house without mouthpieces or anything. Oh. Um, and uh, so we, I was asking to, to them, uh, that's kind of cocky to be able to do that uh, well, yeah. having <clears throat> and everything especially so since re- re- I'm sorry yeah. not to interrupt especially since they're responding to obvious coronavirus you know mm-hmm. patients uh, you and would... then it, it turns out they don't have enough uh, protection so they are only allowed to use that those things when it's uh, been confirmed it's corona oh. and to have it confirmed as corona you must already be in the hospital so that's a pretty Shitty thing, I think. Yeah. And we we were running into that here in the States, especially, Mm -hmm. and I don't know what it's like now, but especially early on, I was hearing from nurses um, that were telling me there was not enough PPE. They did not have enough protective gear, and they Mm -hmm. were being told even in the ERs not to wear it unless it was a confirmed corona patient. Well, how do you know that until you confirm it? So they were were essentially getting exposed because of the lack of uh, preparedness. Yeah, and I, I think that's pretty much the same situation everywhere because usually you only need so many uh, mouth masks, etc. And suddenly all of the world wants all of them at the same time. And then, then yeah. we're running out of And then, uh, of course, it's not the optimal uh, situation. And uh, I, I think it's uh, a little bit interesting with the, uh, with the spreading, etc. Because in, in Sweden right now, we... Um, uh, I'm not 100% sure, but uh, it feels like we're like the only country which is not on complete shutdown. Well, and uh, and, and I did want to get into that. But first, the cold draw. The cold draw. What did you get on yours? 
I got kind of a sweet creaminess. I'm getting a fruitiness from the uh, AVO. I got kind of a sweet creaminess with maybe like a little hint of raisin. Really? Yes. So you you were really. I actually. Your, I actually. That's missed. why he held you up there because he was so excited. He I got was. something on I his actually cold got draw. Something on my he's cold like draw. he's like a little kid right I now. Do you see? <laughs> we're doing a Skype call today, so Bjorn can actually see us while we record. We, we've yeah. we, we've covered. Did that. we? Oh, I should listen. You should. <laughs> I should so, really. But Nick, before you go on and light it, what 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 do you get on the cold retro there? Yes. Oh God. Yeah, see, Bjorn, I like where your head is. See, the cold retro is just the cold draw. I just get the same taste off the cold draw. Is it more enhanced? No. You've gotten hints off of the cold like retro one, one time. time. You did get it, like though. one time, I actually could say. Because yeah. your taste buds and your olfactory senses pick up different things. Anyway. I mean, Bjorn, are you on my side here? Uh, actually, it would make some sense <laughs> if you could get something on the cold retro. Uh, because See? taste and, and, and smell is uh, related to each other. And also, I think that you should be able to get something else uh, in the same way as coffee. You smell coffee. Uh, it smells one way, but it tastes another way. Uh, exactly. So I, I believe that would make sense. But <laughs> I, I've been trying to do the, the, the retro, uh, cold retro as well a couple of times. And, uh, well, uh, I got cigar all times. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I was just it's about to. Nick's day. I was just, when you were going through that, Bjorn, I'm sitting here going, Oh, oh, we get, we're having some technical difficulties, Bjorn. I don't know if I can hear you properly. But then you got to that end part, and I'm just like, okay, never mind. I don't have to do that. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and light. Light away. So, um, and Bjorn, we're firing this up for you, buddy. And while I light this cigar, so while I light this. so bad that I can't smoke right now. Oh, well, there'll be another time that you can smoke. Oh yeah. So so we'll get to that in a second too, because I want to. So so you battle you you had Corona, and from the moment you started feeling bad until I guess were you were you actually cleared by a doctor saying you know you're kind of over it or is it just kind of one of those things that you're finally feeling better so now you're able to say okay I've gotten past it. Uh, they, they say that uh, when you're totally free of all the symptoms. Um, you, you have to wait for at least uh, 48 hours before uh, before you're allowed to consider yourself um, well again. Okay. But then after that, uh, I put on an extra two weeks of working from home uh, because, you know, they say one thing in Sweden, they say another thing in Denmark, they say another thing in Germany. You never know what's true. So uh, yeah. we, we took some extra time. Um, That's going on worldwide. It's kind of interesting right now because... We're in a situation where um, the official standpoint from the European Union uh, says that it's a big problem because you can have Corona or COVID and it's um, contagious even if you don't have any symptoms and uh, many people have it without even noticing and that it's contagious all the time. And on the other hand, you have uh, the officials in Sweden saying that um, if you don't have the symptoms, it's not contagious. So who should you believe? Yeah, it's crazy. They're well, and I, I I apologize while you started talking there a minute ago. I did a uh, retro hail, and it actually got to me and made me cough. So uh, I got I got the side eye from Nick. He's like, Bjorn's talking. Leave him. You know, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> side eye for coughing. Exactly. So. Yeah, but I, I did a I did a small retro hail, and it got to me. So from the from the minute you started and got sick. 
what kind of time frame are we looking at? Yeah, how long were you down? Uh, about three weeks. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that sucks. Wow. How, how's your wife doing, by the way? Uh, she's she's also well. Good. So good, good deal. That's great. She ha- she had more problems than me. Uh, had more pain in her lungs, etc. But uh, I mean, she's a woman. They give birth and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, they can they can tolerate they can more tolerate than we can. Than yeah. we can. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was going to go the other yeah, way. I was we like, going to get us all like, in trouble. I was like, oh, that's going to get us in trouble. But no, you you corrected. <laughs> you saved the day. You course corrected. That was Pure. good. <laughs> no, but, 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 I mean, it's like saying, somebody, oh, she's more man than I could ever be. But no, actually, it's not about that. It's 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 about you know, being a woman. That's a, that's pretty hard ass. No, I, I met I met a woman in San Diego that was more man than I'll ever be too. But that was a whole different story. <laughs> God, no, it's true. I get a hangnail. I start crying like a baby. So you gotta look for that Adam's apple. Oh my God! <laughs> I mean, I knew that's where you were going. I just didn't know you were going to continue to go there. But okay. <laughs> anyway, so so that yeah, damn thing will sneak up on you when you're not looking. So I'm telling you. let's talk about Sweden and um, their their stance in terms of how they're handling this because. Um, you touched on it that, that Sweden as a nation has um, they haven't really done the shutdown that like everywhere else. And they've kind of gone um, the herd more, immunity more for the herd immunity. Is that how has that been working? I mean, is that has that been working? Beca- and, and I guess my other question um, uh, related to that is have your businesses there seen any kind of like extreme negative impact like, you know, we have here? Or has have they kind of been able to weather this a little better? Uh, to begin with, um, it's it it is different. Um, we see a lot of difference here. I live about half an hour from uh, from the border to Denmark. Denmark is a society that completely shut down, and uh, we didn't. So uh, th- that that's some big difference. But also, if if you go to the uh, to the grocery store, um, it, it's a note on the on the entrance saying that please only go in one from every family. Keep the distance. Uh, when you come up to pay in the register, it's uh, stickers on the floor saying you should keep about this distance from the next person, etc. And we've got all but that then, going on here too. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we, we we do have that, but actually, it's no one stopping you. If you would go in two or three from a family, you you could do that. Uh, no one will actually stop you. But but pe- people are mostly treating this with respect. Uh, in other countries, it's um, it's more of a law thing. They, they would have actually stop you if you try to go in more than one one person. It, well, here as far the, as it comes, yeah. Oh, I was going to say here in the People's Republic of Illinois. Um, <laughs> We're running into issues where, you know, the governor has, you know, made these mandates and we're going to do this stuff. And then you've got sheriffs and things that are saying, well, we're not enforcing that. I mean, it's it's a real odd situation we've got going on here. Have you seen any of that playing out in Europe? Have you seen any any power struggles, any people saying, you know, no, let's leave it open. No, let's close it. You know, what are you seeing over over on that side of the uh, pond? No, it's uh, it's no big issues like that, and and I believe also since uh, since everything is more or less open, we, we we don't really get that. But we do have one very very interesting thing happening today. Um, before the show, we talked a little bit about um, it being a holiday in in Sweden today. Yes, yes. It, it's the last of April, uh, which in Sweden we call uh, Valborg. Or, uh, which in English is translated to the Walpurgis Night. 
And uh, that's when we're celebrating spring. Um, and uh, in Lund, which is the next town from uh, where I live, about 10 minutes away, uh, in, in the city park, usually um, about 10,000 people will gather up for a spontaneous party every year. Oh, okay. And uh, this year, it's um, obviously not a very good idea. <laughs> so uh, the, the city council of Lund decided this week that today they will spread one metric ton of... Um, uh, chicken manure all over the park. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, because uh, fertilizing is good. <laughs> so, so... It's organic, pure. It's, it's organic. organic. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god! So, so uh, today there is no party there, but th- there's been one more thing uh, going on, and it's um, it's actually that uh, we have about 45 degrees Fahrenheit and rain today, so that pretty much puts a. Uh, a shadow to the to this day. Yeah, Literally so, a damper. So between bad weather and a whole load of chicken shit, yeah, I would think that you probably Well now aren't, it's moist aren't chicken gonna, shit. Yeah, that's that's gross. Yeah, that's the worst kind. Worst kind. So yeah, yeah you're <laughs> probably not gonna be having much of a party. And then now you also said that tomorrow is a holiday as well. Yeah, May first is Or uh, I guess I guess this episode's coming out on Friday, so I guess it should we should today. We should clarify okay, that. Yeah. This would be okay, today. Yeah, so the Volkswagen <laughs> is last of April, so that's today, okay. which is yesterday. Well, what yes. day is it where you are? Are you on the other side of the date line? No. I don't know how any of this works. Oh, uh, Jeff wanted to ask a question. seven hours ahead. Okay. So you were going to okay. ask about lotto numbers, though. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing, is can you go ahead and give us the midday lotto numbers here in Illinois? Yeah, 3, 5, 17, and 8. Okay. Boy, wouldn't right. that be something if that paid off? <laughs> no. Well, I was going to say, you ought to go to the store and buy a ticket just with Three, those numbers. Three, five, 17, and 8. Yeah, just to see. Because if that actually does play off. Wouldn't that be a thing? <laughs> You're going to find your feed, Bjorn. some Martinez cigars. <laughs> yes. We got to remember those numbers. You know what? what? We need to get some Martinez cigars to Bjorn. We do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he needs to be a winner. That way he can. That way we don't. We don't cherry pick winner. winners. We'll just get. We'll just get some cigars over to Bjorn. No, but seriously, dude, you're gonna love these sticks, man. New York's finest, right love there. To try them. I'd love to try them. Yes, and yes. they're just good people. We've had a really, really good time getting to know these guys. Dave, That's Dave from Martinez like is people. great. There's also Jesus. So yeah, it's Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled Jesus, but it's hazy. Jeff has been so. You've obviously heard that they're going to be making a uh, uh, the cigar pulpit cigars. The Nick yeah, that's the, so awesome. Yeah, that's so awesome. And yeah. and so Jeff has just been beside himself, with, with you know, giddy, Bjorn. thinking about the fact that Jesus is going to yes. be making our cigars. And I'm like, dude, he Amen. Prom- he pronounces it Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but, but does that mean I have but, to? But, but, I'm, but I mean. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, it's the same name, actually. It's Thank only you. two different languages. Uh, and Gatorade, he speaks English. I mean, in Swedish, we <laughs> would say Jesus. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. In Swedish, you would say what? Jesus. Okay. Jesus. So I like close. that. Yeah. So it's like Jesus out of the Ikea calendar or catalog. <laughs> exactly. Hey, exactly. <laughs> hey, you got it now. Now, now that Nick brought up uh, Ikea, what are, what are those berries they make that jelly out of? That stuff is good. Do you mean the lingonberry? Yes. I love oh, that stuff. Not, that, that, that's actually lingonberry. Mm, that stuff's a highway, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a hard road. A highway. Stuff. Okay, I was going to say, I'm like, what? <clears throat> what do you mean a highway? It's, when, it, when it's improved, when it's better, when it's good, it's a highway. Okay. It's a farm thing, I guess, because we're used to dirt roads or rock. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't familiar. Country you boys can't survive. Uh, you guys should come over here. We can make some traditional Swedish meatballs, eating them with both potatoes and lingonberry jam, and then yes. we uh, smoke some Cuban cigars after that. There we yes. go. We could bring the traveling freak show international. Yes. Of course. <laughs> this, this is something that needs to happen. How close are you to Amsterdam? What? Uh, that's, uh, that's pretty close. <laughs> God damn it. It's... Uh, You'd ride there in, in the same day. That's no problem. Okay. Well, so that's the interesting thing is, and and we talk about the... the and then dip- if you drive there, you need to go uh, on the way, you pass the German uh, Autobahn where you have no speed limits. Oh, oh I'm I, all in, man. I'd be down for that. Yes. So that, that's the interesting thing to me about Europe is that we talk about all these different countries that you guys have over there. But when you look at them in terms of their size... It's it's just like the United States. It's just like crossing through states, you know. Well, our it's, our it's state, the EU. a lot of our state. Yeah, I know, but yeah. like that's the thing. A lot of our states are give or take the same size as your nations, and and so for us, it's like it's bigger. Well, in some cases, yeah. It sounds like he's kind of jamming you, Bjorn. I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm not jamming. I just find it fascinating. <laughs> no, no, but, 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 but I mean, but when you think uh, about traveling would, from country to country, you think Bjorn that that's was like nice this enough. Extremely to spend his afternoon talking. You to just us. think that that's an extremely long distance. When in reality, I mean, how far is it from border to border, give or take? Uh, depends on. I mean, I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, we are a pretty large country. Uh, yeah, that's true. Sweden's one in, of the bigger in, ones in 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 area. But if we would take all of Sweden and. Flip it over with the north side um, and the south side, and just flip it over one time, and we would come to about half of Italy. Okay. So let me ask you this: Which side of World War II were you guys on? Oh my God! Uh, we were neutral. Oh, okay. They're Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that yeah. was the Swiss. And, and do you want to make this more confusing? Yes, absolutely. Was also neutral. Yes, yeah, Switzerland. I knew was neutral. I didn't know Sweden didn't take a side. No, we didn't. I was and, unaware. Uh, that's fun. It's fun thing that both Sweden and Switzerland were neutral because I know there are many Americans that go like, "What? Those are two different countries." <laughs> well, I know they're different countries because one has the I can't pronounce it, Barry, and the other one makes knives and fine yeah. fine timepieces. So which one has which flag, Gator? Okay, Uh-oh. the Swiss Uh-oh. is the red and white. I don't know what yours is. I don't know what we, your we flag have a is. Blue flag with a yellow cross on it. Oh, okay. yeah, that's red. right. It's very Nordic. Cross on it. It's very Nordic. Yeah. So do you are you, the windmills? Is that you guys or is that's that Holland? That's Holland. That's a, Dutch. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. <laughs> that's Netherlands. Well, no Holland wonder it's only a province in the Netherlands. No so wonder Europeans hate Americans. No wonder. Right here, this is encapsulated the We're whole like, problem. You're the ones with the windmills, right? <laughs> <laughs> But actually, it's uh, traveling around Europe, at least if you're traveling inside the European Union, we, we, we have open borders. Not now, obviously, because everyone shut down their borders due to COVID. We have open but, borders uh, here, too, but it's a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so actually, if, if I would drive down to Amsterdam from here, I would, I would normally, under normal circumstances, I would drive over the bridge into Denmark. I would take the ferry over to uh, Germany, and then I would uh, drive down to uh, through Germany into the Netherlands. And all those border crossings usually 
would not have a single uh, checkpoint or anything. It's just a sign on the side of the road, like crossing state lines in the states. See, and that's However, what I, and that's what I was getting. Countries at. have their own languages, uh, their own culture, and things like that. So there's a little bit difference. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the difference between like Illinois and Kentucky. You have or, different languages, or maybe like mean. Maine and Kentucky. Well, there's, yeah, there's the, much more of a difference between <laughs> Maine and Kentucky than between Illinois and Kentucky. There's, a whole, at least there's a whole southern, different language in the south. Or at least southern Illinois and Kentucky. That's true. That's we it. are much closer to the south than I care to admit. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a pretty big yeah, difference. you are south of Illinois, aren't you? That's yes. true. Yes, we, there's we a are big difference better. between Chicago and where we are. We are much more closely related with Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas than we, ever, than we ever have been with Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's interesting. But yeah. yeah. When you say Kentucky, I can only think about one thing. That's what my daughter always says. What's that? She, uh, she says, Dad, you know what KFC stands for? Kentucky Fat Children. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't want to hear it, man, because the Colonel makes a mean bird. He's got those spices in it that make you crave it fortnightly. Fortnightly. <laughs> <laughs> Bjorn, how do you hate the Colonel? I don't know if Bjorn's ever seen how I, he, I married he Max He may Burr. very well not have, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> but he just heard some of the best parts from it. <laughs> it's the only funny part of the movie. Uh, it really is a really kind of subpar Mike it Myers It really movie. is, but that, that whole scene there where mom's cooking and the dad's watching TV is just phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. So what do you get on your cigar? You know what? It's a good stick. Probably not the best choice for 930 in the morning. It's really not a breakfast <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at him like, man, that's awful dark. But for hey, me, you know, this whatever. Is awful dark I'm like, I'm morning. going with the Connecticut. But mm -hmm. hey, you know, whatever floats your boat. Go there, big buddy. or go home. <laughs> well, mine is kind of a, a creamy. It's got the creaminess. It's got a little bit of sweetness. It's got a little bit of nuttiness and everything. And it's, yeah, it's a good stick. I haven't done a retro hail with it. But I didn't cough through. I was gonna say you coughed right through, through Bjorn. Bjorn so. so sorry, brother. So what are you getting on yours? Um. Okay, let's do another retro hail here. Whoa. There's a slight bit of pepper on Oh, mine. no. There's more than a slight bit on this one. Whoa. And it's hanging. Like, I <laughs> feel it in the back of my throat. Yeah, that's... Yeah, retrohale. You, really you should do another retrohale. It should save you from corona. That's what he keeps saying. That's why okay. you want him on. <laughs> I'm immune now because that hurt. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was... Ill oh, that was... Yeah, now, Bjorn was... had a suggestion for... Wow, my eyes are watering. <laughs> I know, this is great. Thanks, AVO. Bjorn had a suggestion for something that you could do when you lose the weight loss challenge, by the way. <sighs> and I'm going to lose the weight loss challenge, Bjorn, I admit it. I'm. By the way, just this to let you know... This is the first time he's actually said this. I'm probably going to lose. I did lose a pound this week. I so lost I'm three. back down to nine. I lost three. You're banging your head on 20 pounds, brother. Yeah, I've lost 19. Total, I'm impressed. So. I mean, I'm not going to lie. One, more, one more, and I'm in double-digit cigars. For, or Well, two cigars, not double-digit, I guess. I loved how you said I'm in double-digit cigars, and then you made a fist. It's like, what, cigars. Is, what does that have to do I was with gonna anything? Say, I was going to say that I'm <clears> about to be into double-cigar territory for every pound it that was, I lose. It, Bjorn saw it. It was very sexually violent, the the way you did that. Yeah, I'm, I'm hey, feeling he, a little I think you wanted to fist you. Yes. <laughs> I'm feeling me too. I mean, I saw him do it to Grimace, and it just looked like <laughs> such fun. So He had it coming. <laughs> he had it coming. He took my fries. Anyway. Robble, <laughs> <laughs> robble. I was purple up to the elbow. Dude, that pen exploded all over you, and it just was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I don't even know what episode that was now, but 
Yeah, it. I've never seen anything like that before. Mm. And it was just so quick. It was funny. It yeah. was really funny. Yeah. So. so Bjorn, tell us a little bit more. A little bit more about Sweden. So I, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. My dad was stationed in Germany in World War II, and he would talk about how much he enjoyed being there in the early '60s. And he would get on the train, and they would ride around. They they went down to Naples and all over. And he's got slides from all of his trips and travels when he was in the army, you know, stationed in Germany with the Third Infantry Division. And you know, I it's one of those things where. I always wanted him to be able to go back and visit that, and that, that wasn't able to happen. My mom would not travel. My mom would not get on a plane because I, I wanted to try to work out to get them over to Europe, and it just it just never worked out. But he's always spoken so fondly of his time in Europe. Tell us a little bit about like what it's like for you, like if you go vacationing and different things like that. Like Where, where would you go to summer in Europe? Uh, I live in, uh, in South Sweden, and... Um... Actually, the last few years we've been staying locally pretty much, um, because it's this is a very nice part of Sweden where many people come to. Many people from, uh, especially Germany and the Netherlands, are coming up to us here to visit us, and uh, live about uh, fifteen twenty minutes from the, from the ocean. So um, we have a caravan that we are putting up there. So we're spending the summers just by the seaside. Mm. But a few few years back, we hitched that caravan in the back of the car and we went down to uh, Croatia, the whole family. And th- that's pretty nice because first you drive through Germany, then you cross over the Alps, and then you come down on the other side. Uh, and I mean, Croatia as a former Yugoslav country is pretty uh, interesting to see and it's extremely beautiful. Yeah. Um, now, Croatia... And then we went up to Italy from there, so that's sweet. Now, Croatia was involved in the Balkans Wars. Is that correct? Yeah. Now, how has it been rebuilt? Do you still see damage from that? I mean, I know we're we're slightly removed from that, but really, in the in the scope of history, it's not been that long ago. I mean, the the part of Croatia where we were was very nice. Um, you could still see, see some, um, I mean, tracks from from that it was war on on some facades on the buildings, etc. But, but it doesn't really strike you. Uh, we, we could see it. We had to use the hospital services um, at one point, and uh, it was still some old uh, posters hanging in there, with, like messages from the UN and things like that, which was pretty fascinating, uh, in, in a lack of other word, to, to see. Um, but, but, I mean, they have excellent health care. It, the hospitals look more boring than they do here. Uh, but... But actually, we got in, we got uh, good help, and we got it fast. It's It, it was totally great. Uh, and um, also, friendly people, it's great. And, mm. and I hate to say that from, you know, from our very American-centric view of the world, Croatia doesn't seem like a place that would be a tourist destination. So I, I'm actually, glad to hear I, that it I, is. I wasn't thinking so much about that either when I was smaller because, you, you know, you were only thinking about, okay, that, that's part of what was Yugoslavia and, and that was a war zone. Uh, and uh, then after the war in the, in the 90s, uh, we heard that German people were going very much down to Croatia. And for us up here, uh, it, it was still like, oh, that's one of those war countries. Why would anyone want to go there? Um, but but it's like Croatia has very long coastline, and I mean it's the 
Adriatic Sea, which is the Adriatic Sea is a bay of the Mediterranean Ocean. It's it, it's totally amazing uh, to to go down there. It's beautiful. It's nice in the water. It's uh, yeah, it's it's just nice. Hmm. And I mean, if you just cross the water over to the other side, you're in Italy. That, now I've never been to Italy, and that's some place that I would like to go at some Is point. It? My I have a lot of family ties back to Italy and everything like that, and so I'd I'd like to to swing over to Italy at some point. So that's cool. So on the on the way back, we we went through Italy, stayed there for about a week, and then through Switzerland and back up through Germany again. And I mean, okay. it's it's a pretty nice trip. What what is your favorite nice. country to visit there? <clears throat> I like Germany very much, and uh, but I mean, Germany is nice in its ways, uh, but um, Spain, I really like Spain. Hmm. That's that's really nice. I'm not gonna I love lie. The language, I love the uh, the nature. Yeah, I love the uh, the food. Uh, it, yeah, I just love it. I, I'm not gonna lie, and like I said, Dad, Dad has always spoken very fondly of his time in Europe. And it's not anything that I've ever thought, oh, I want to go travel there. But just sitting here talking to you, it just fascinates me. And now I'm thinking, you know, this is probably something to put on the bucket list. Oh, yeah. Going over to Europe would be fun. Yeah. But it's never, until sitting here talking to Bjorn, it's never even, like, been a thought of mine. Now, there's the big tobacco expo that happens in Germany in the later portion of the year. And I'm trying to remember what the name is. Uh, what the name of that one is, but um, kind of a big, big trade show and everything that goes yeah. on. I mean, my my only two real views, yeah, everything that I get Bjorn about the world is through movies, and my two <laughs> main views of traveling Europe would either be you know like European vacation or hostel, and neither one of those really appeal to me. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> But actually, you, you should go, come over here and, and uh, look a little bit about the history because it's extremely interesting what what went down uh, in in Europe uh, just recently. With uh, I mean, first we had the World War II, and after that we had the dividing of uh, of Europe with uh, West Europe and East Europe, and especially that is very clear in Germany, which was one country, then it was two countries, and then it was one country again. And uh, so very different between West Germany and East Germany. And uh, I have a certain interest for, for the dividing of Germany. Uh, so I read a lot about uh, the split up between the countries. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's very interesting. And I have many friends that grew up in uh, on the east side of Germany, in East Germany. And uh, it, it's so interesting to to hear them speak about growing up where the big country was the Soviet Union. And for us, I mean, the big country was the U.S. And for West Germans, it was the U.S. That's the big country. I mean, yeah. that's where all the movies came from. That's what you want to be. That's what, it, what, what you wanted to to experience. And for them, it was like, ah, now that's only crap over there. Uh, we, we want to be like the Soviet Union and, and, and things like that. That's interesting. Uh, and to speak to those people and actually hear that, because I grew up understanding that, more or less, everything was shit on that side, and everything was good on our side. Hmm. And that's that's the way people, we were taught too. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, in talking to these people afterwards, you realize that everything wasn't shit. Uh, I mean, of course, it wasn't good, uh, but some things were actually good, and and some things were totally terrible. I'm me for a person. I'm very very happy that uh, the wall came down and that it's one country again. Definitely. But I'm still very very fascinated with uh, with that. 
Interesting. That is cool, yeah. So with going back to what you were talking about is that, you know, you grew up with the United States being like, the, the as you put it, the big country. Have you been to the States at all before? Uh, yeah, I've been to uh, not so much. I've only been to uh, New York and New Jersey. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, that's I, I. I've never been in New York City, so I mean, you know, you've got me beat. I've there, I've been so. I've been three times, and it's we it, cut. yeah yeah it's it's like another country in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean that, that that's pretty interesting because um, the states uh, that is a big country, and I mean oh, it's a giant. Practically, each yeah. state is like a country, and, and and it's like one big federal nation. No, yeah. that, and that's exactly yeah. I mean, there's you could spend years and years and years and years and years of your life and explore just the United States and yeah. not see everything. And uh, so just it's 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 fascinating that you guys are, are a lot of, you know, sovereign, independent nations, but it's the same kind of concept that you just drive around and you can go visit other countries. And it's the same kind of concept as us with the states. It's just, yeah. you know, one, I mean, if, if, you, if versus, you go down, you know, if you pass Mexico and go down to the central American countries down there, uh, you have the same thing. You have several countries that are uh, small, independent, and right next to each other. Interesting, huh? You got to ride shotgun there, but <laughs> that's 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 an inside joke that we'll tell you at some I would point. Say, your... when, when we I get do that. when we get done yeah. with the recording, we'll 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 tell you the inside joke on the whole, <laughs> you know, the shotgun, the riding story. shotgun, yeah. So, um, so tell us about cigars so how did you get into cigars you know how long have you been smoking uh what do you like you know tell us about the lounges there i mean let's let's get into that a little bit yeah so uh i haven't been smoking for a very long time it's been uh, a few years i think it was in the beginning of 2018 okay or or the end of so you're you're fairly new like nick is so i would say you and i got into it right around the same time okay yeah so in the end of uh, I think it was in the end of 17. Uh, I, my, I, for some reason, I got interested uh, because I'm a total non-smoker. Um, I don't like smoking at all. Uh, but cigars, for me, that's not smoking. That's puffing. There you go. Um, so so um, I, I thought, well, I, I'll try one. So I went into um, I went into this uh, this store, Brobeis, uh, where you got the cutters and the yes. lighters from. And they recommended me a stick, and I bought uh, one of those cutters and one of those lighters, and uh, because I was out traveling in business. So when I came back to the hotel, I sat down outside, I uh, cut the cigar uh, and tried it, and I thought it tasted like shit. <laughs> um, and, and the next day when I woke up, I had this smoke flavor that was not pleasant. Tasted uh, in the mouth. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So, so I was like, okay, maybe this is not for me because I, I had a feeling that um, I like the whole thing about cigars, but when the taste doesn't give you anything, then that's not the good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then a couple of months passed, and uh, right after New Year's, we were up in the mountains uh, skiing, and uh, then I had a feeling that my, my, maybe I should try again. So uh, I got away, I found another stick. Um, and then I, at that time, I uh, smoked it together with a little bit of uh, alcohol. Uh, I think it was some kind of whiskey or something I had uh, there. And then I realized, well, this is much more pleasant than uh, the first experience. Okay. And then I started to get hooked and I got more and more. 
And um, yeah, it took me a little while to find out what I like and what I don't like. And when it comes to my favorites, um, it's it's a lot of Cubans that I like. Uh, but I mean, some of them cost like an arm and a leg to to buy, so you can't smoke them all the time. Yeah. Uh, but but my absolute favorites are uh, are from Monte Cristo. That uh, they are they are great. The the Cuban Monte Cristo. So what, then, was, uh, what was your first cigar? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, my first cigar ever was actually 20 years ago uh, for, for, you know, the millennia New Year. Yeah. Then, then I bought a Romeo and Juliet because I wanted a real Cuban for uh, for uh, for that New Year's. Okay. But then I just got sick. So I bought some real champagne from the Champagne District in France and, and a real Cuban cigar and... <laughs> I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so, uh, so that was my first, and, and the second one was a Davidoff, which was not at all uh, good for my palate. Uh, as okay, totally uh, novice. That's what I was wondering: is what was what was the one yeah. that you had outside the hotel that you didn't really yeah. care for? It, that that was a Davidoff, and and okay. I, I think I, I would really need to uh, go back to that again and see. Maybe I would enjoy it now. Um, yeah, it might yeah. not have been the best starter cigar. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and, and we so, talk about cigars. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the same with with alcohol. So some people may like rye. Some people may like whiskey. Some people may like tequila. You know, it's a, it's to your palate, and cigars are the same way. That's totally true. I mean, uh, and and wine for that matter as well. It's what fits one person doesn't fit the other. Yeah. So what is your your cigar palate like? So what do you tend to you know go for? Uh, medium to full or full. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I landed there. I I, I started up with the uh, with the uh, light ones because in the beginning uh, I was very happy with almost no taste at all. Yeah. Um. Uh, but but now I I want to kick out of it. Uh, taste wise. I totally. Not nicotine wise. I don't care about the nicotine kick at all because it, it it's a completely different thing for me. It's like. Having a very good glass of whiskey is for enjoyment. You sit down; it's not to get drunk. For for me, it's the same thing. I I don't care about the nicotine at all. I am um, uh, I want to sit down and I have a puff because I I enjoy it. I think it tastes good. Um, I think it smells good. Uh, I think it's um, pure enjoyment, quality time. Gotcha. So then, um, tell us about some of the lounges. I mean, and then also um, here in the states. There's a there's I, and I'm assuming it's going to be the same there, but I'm going to just go ahead and ask because I don't want to just assume. So here in the states, a lot of restaurants have cracked down, no smoking allowed, you know this kind of thing. There's a few that Jeff and I know that we can go to where they have outdoor sections where we can sit and have a smoke. But lucky, yeah, but, lucky you. But okay, so then therein lies my point. So so you guys obviously are the same way, very cracked down in terms of where you can smoke. Since first uh, of July last year, uh, smoking is uh, by law banned from uh, all all uh, even outdoors uh, restaurants uh, sitting areas. Really, which means before, uh, I mean, a couple of years ago, um, when when I was about eighteen or twenty or something like that, and went out in the club, people were smoking inside of the club. Um, that's been illegal for a couple of years, but then you had to go on the outside and sit on the patio. And uh, now, since uh, since last summer, it's uh, even that is uh, prohibited. So uh, wow. you have to go to a lounge uh, to be able to sit down in a good way. 
So for me, uh, I actually joined the members lounge in Malmö with the Malmö Cigar, Cigar Society. Okay. And I like that very, very much. Uh, it's nice. You can sit down. Uh, you can have your own little locker where you can keep your own. Uh, you can have a little humidor. You can have your booths in there if, if you want to have that kind of things in there. So I, I really like it. It's, it's, um, it's down in a basement. Uh with a little bit medieval feeling to the <laughs> <laughs> to the environment, so I, I, I think it's really nice to be sitting down there. Yeah. Um, and then otherwise, when I've been traveling around, I've been uh, visiting some lounges that are uh, associated with the shops, but you're not allowed to just have an open area that is a lounge, open for anyone, because that would fall under the, the legislation that says it's uh, prohibited. So, which means everything has to be member lounges. Oh, but then they, okay. They they saw this like you, you if you go to one store they say okay you can sit in our lounge you can be a member here this costs this much every year or you can pay for a day membership which is like ten dollars or something like that. I see. Okay. Okay. And then then you pay for a day membership and then they just write you in and then you can go in and sit. I see. Interesting. Okay. And the really nice thing about that as well is because serving alcohol has very, very strict rules in Sweden. But if you're in a closed society, uh, there are almost no rules at all, which means that if you go back back into the back room, they can actually serve you alcohol in an establishment that would never have even close to a chance to get the permission to do that normally. So that, that that's also a very nice side point, too, because then you can have a glass of whiskey or something like that as well that's interesting i know i mean and maybe this is just a misconception of mine but it always seems like maybe some of the the liquor rules and things like that are a little looser over over in europe and maybe perhaps they are so again you have to remember that europe is not one country well and that's my and that's my point and that's what i was about to say is that maybe perhaps they are in like germany but not so much in sweden and you know that's right and if I just go over to Denmark, it's uh, much looser rules. Uh, in Denmark, it's uh, or in most of Europe, it's uh, this pretty n- normal thing for most countries that you can actually buy your alcohol in uh, in in the grocery stores and things like that. Um, in in Denmark, you can do that as well. In Sweden, there is only one chain of alcohol stores that is allowed to to, uh, to sell alcohol, and that's government run. Really? Um, yeah, it's called Systembolaget, and uh, so. All alcohol sales uh, with alcohol stronger than 3.5% is controlled by the government. And the taxes are huge. Well, that's what means... I was about to ask, is if the government's yeah, running so... it. Yeah, and they say it's all because, you know, they want us to stay healthy and stuff like that. Which means that people uh, like me living close to the border, we cross the bridge and buy our alcohol in Denmark instead. <laughs> yeah. And and in Germany, it's even cheaper. So if you add two hours of driving, then you're in Germany instead. So that's and when then you, you just can buy fill, more. And fill, then you load up your car and drive I back was home. Gonna say you fill up the trunk. <laughs> yeah. And and before you were only allowed to bring like one liter of uh, hard liquor over yeah. the border, uh, but within uh, EU countries you're uh, allowed to bring ten liters. Uh, but but if you can prove that it's for yourself, uh, you can actually bring more. So if you just say, "No, I'm about to get married or something like that. I'm going to have a, a big party." Or I'm about to turn 40 or 50 or whatever, and you're, you can ch- show that by your dates. Then you you can literally drive home a truck full of alcohol over the border. <laughs> Bjorn at this point is on his 14th wedding. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you it, mentioned the government there. So let me ask you this: yeah. what what type? You know, like here in America, we have what everybody calls it a democracy. It's I'm a sorry, republic. it's a, it's a representative republic. But regardless, what kind of what kind of uh, government system do you have there? Uh, that's the same. I mean, we, we vote for which parties we we want to to rule the country. And uh, so we, we have more than two parties. We have a lot of parties and uh, they tend to be on the left side, in the middle or on the right side. Um, and uh, right now we have a pretty unique situation where it's uh, one of the more left parties together with two mid middle parties. And the mid parties usually always rule together with the right parties. So that's pretty special situation right now. Um, but we're seeing some interesting things coming out of that. Interesting uh, good or interesting bad? Because when, uh, I, re when I refer to interesting with things. government, typically it's yes. pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but I mean, I, I don't lean so much left. So yeah, <laughs> it, it, the, the biggest party was always the Social Democrats, okay. um, which is the party that built this country. And okay. uh, personally, I believe... Uh, they were good building the welfare society one time, but maybe it's not right right now. Um, I, I'm personally more a little bit in the middle, so I'm thinking it's interesting to see how they make the social democrats having to agree on, on some political uh, politic things that lean a little bit more towards the middle or the right. So that's interesting. But on the other hand, I don't like seeing how those other parties have to agree on some of the little bit more lefty things so um, but each to their own so yeah, i mean it, yeah it, it sounds kind that. of like us here in america yeah <clears throat> at least nick and I, I we we tend to lean a little more right i would say more libertarian so. to right leaning very libertarian yeah I, I found myself becoming much much more libertarian of just look just government can just stay out of my life and i'll be happy just you handle yeah, what you have a, to. A little bit like that, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, let, it, let people have their uh, their own freedom, right? Li live and let live, precisely. That's that's how I've yeah. been going down. So, so. That, that, that's for the politics. And then also, of course, we're a monarchy, which means uh, that we do have a royal family. We have the king, but he has absolutely nothing to, uh, to say about anything. He um, He's more a symbol of the country. Okay. But he, uh, but he do like cigars. Oh yeah. So what Wait, is? Hold on. You have a king. We have a king. Did you vote for him? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> you don't vote for kings. <laughs> you don't vote for kings. God, Jeff. He, he was born a prince, and then he, his uh, grandfather popped, and uh, his father was already out of the way. So then he was the king. And, That's a good uh, gig that, if you can get it. Yeah, and, and <laughs> after that, his firstborn was uh, was a girl, our crown princess Victoria. So uh, when our king uh, decides to check out, we we will have a queen instead. Interesting. Well, that's awesome. So, uh, so you said your king. I don't like, know if she smokes cigars though. I was just about to say. So you said your king smokes cigars. So what is yeah. your king? What does your king smoke? Or is that uh, or actually, is that known? It is known. Okay. Uh, and actually, it's it's pretty fun because it's um, it's not a very considered a very quality stick. It's uh, pretty low key. Um, it's uh, a Mexican cigar from okay. uh, Miranda Tobaccos, and it, it's a barber pole. And uh, actually, it's called the Maximiliano Miranda Tobacco Maximiliano. 
Okay. And I do have one in my humidor, and uh, if the weather pops out a little bit better, I will uh, actually be lighting that up to tonight in honor of our king because it's his birthday today. Oh, fun. All hail the king. All hail the king. All hail the king. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, any, I mean, I, I can cut this part out. So do we want to touch on anything else, or do we want to uh, let you Bjorn get You got anything else you want to hit there, Bjorn, and... Otherwise, we'll get into our, you know, commercials and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you, you went into one thing, Nick, but but we kind of got away to it. It was about the weight loss uh, challenge. Ah, oh, so we true. can we can cover we, that while you're we can on. Get back, we'll circle on. back to that. All right, we'll circle back to that. So hang on one second, just a little, little, little bit of time so that I can cut this out properly. So now, Bjorn, before we let you go, you sent me an email, which is how this whole thing started. You sent me an email talking about how. You would you would come down with Corona and and everything else. But in that email, you pointed out that you had an idea for Jeff as to what he needs to do when he loses the weight loss challenge. Or you, if you lose, I, I'm Bjorn. See, I'm I'm going but, to lose. But here's the here's the thing, <laughs> Bjorn. It's foregone. The at least the suggestion that you gave. You know, for Jeff, if it's the same one that you're suggesting, I liked that cigar. <laughs> so that's cool. So what is the so, suggestion? So exactly? what is the suggestion, Bjorn? So the, I'm thinking a little bit that um, the loser has to put up like forty or fifty bucks. <laughs> Go oh to my. your favorite establishment and pick out a cigar for those money for the winner. Okay, it then. is a cigar pulpit. I like that idea. Yeah, I like I, that idea. I'm yeah. But, I may have to step up and not lose this now. I like that idea. But didn't correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you also suggest that Jeff would have to smoke the tricky tracker? Of course. Yes, of course. I've done that once and it was painful. <laughs> now see, <laughs> I, I really liked the tricky. Have you ever had the tricky tracker? No, no. Oh, don't send one. See, that's the thing. I didn't know if uh, if <laughs> don't send one. Oh man, you'd like it. You see, you like the the medium to full bodied stuff and everything. Yeah, you a lot would of flavor like it. and everything like that. And that's and that's more my palate. It's got a lot of spice to it, but but the tricky track is a great cigar, man. I really liked it. It was just a little too much for Mister Shade Grown Connecticut. A, over a here. little much for Gator, yes. So, but uh, no. As far as the weight loss challenge, we'll hit on that real quick. I'm back down a pound, so I'm back down to nine pounds lost. I'm going to tell you, and it's very hard for me to admit this, but I'm very proud of Nick. So where where do you stand today? Well, I, I, I'm down 19. Yeah. So, Way to go, man. I know. I know. So we've got another month to go on all this, and we're going to touch on some of this a little later on in the show because uh, My Monthly Cigars is going to be doing a special. So we, aside from you and I with our weight loss and them donating cigars, we are doing a cigar drive for Cigars for Warriors. Yes, we are. And so part of this is we have a goal of 500 cigars that we want to raise, and My Monthly Cigars is putting together a um, the ability for people to go onto their site and purchase cigars directly to go towards this drive. Oh, and, that's awesome! And it'll be they'll be very affordable. I think we're talking maybe somewhere around like five bucks a stick or something like that. Oh, that's but, nice. But I like then that. that way that you know, because a lot of people right now with Corona, they don't have either have the ability to go to their shop and shop around and find something to give, or they they don't want to go to the post office. 
yeah. and and potentially stand in line with everybody and deal with people at the counter and all that. So they don't want to go to the post office. So this way, it allows people to just go on My Monthly Cigars, click the button, and make a donation to the drive, and they don't even have to go to the post office or anything. So that's what we're working towards. That's cool. That's I awesome. did not know that was in the works. Yeah, that's we'll great. have some more details on that later in the show. Good deal. So. Well, Bjorn, we really appreciate you being on, man. Yeah, it's... man, we really appreciate your time. This was great. Thanks for having me. It was great to be on. You're going to have to come back someday when, A, Jeff has located the cutter. Yes. And, B, so that you can have a cigar with us. Uh, of course. I and, would love to have a cigar with you guys. And you guys. know what? Maybe what I'll have to try and do is track down a Tricky tracker. Yes. And I'll put that in a package with some Martinez cigars, and we'll ship it to Sweden. Well, I'd really like to uh, receive that. Thank I, you very I, much. I think we can handle you that. You know, if if we wait long enough, you might just be able to get the cigar pulpit cigars too. Well, I mean, that's true. Where it's in the it's in the works. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> so, well, Bjorn, seriously, thank you very much for your time. It was greatly appreciated, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks. And thanks for doing this great show. It's a, it's a lifesaver to listen to because wow. sometimes you just need to relax, you know. That that that's re- that is really nice of you I, to I say. say. I'm very humbled, actually. Yeah. So, no, I, I appreciate it. Nick's actually blushing. I am. So we see good numbers out of Sweden, so we know you're telling people about it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Thank when you I look so at much. the little international map of where our downloads are coming from, it's it's oh shit they will call me out on all the bullshit i said about (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no when i look at the little international map of where our downloads come from obviously united states is is first and then followed up uh by by canada but but sweden's always right there number three yeah just just holding strong so you guys are you guys are doing great. Hey, so. stay smoky, All the brother. Tens and tens of people out here smoking. Tens and tens, 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 and tens of people. Of people. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, Bjorn. No problem. Well, that was awesome. We could talk to Bjorn for a little bit. Bjorn rocks. Yeah. So, so what are you getting on your stick? Well, I'm I'm finishing up here. It's actually been a really good cigar. It was a bold choice for me. Yeah. For a breakfast for cigar. A breakfast cigar. Yeah. There was a lot going on there. So. Um, yeah, I'm smoking that uh, Perdomo Vintage 12-year barrel-aged Connecticut. I'm pretty much almost done with that as well. And, uh, you know, that's just been a good smoke through. I mean, it's it's creamy, a um, little bit of sweetness, kind of uh, a little bit of spice kind of started coming into it a little, you know, on the back side. The, I did a uh, retro um, when we were kind of talking with Bjorn there near the end, and it was a smooth retro, but it, it did have a little bit of of spice to it. Well, not, that, not a lot. That AVO was uh, it. It wasn't real harsh, but man, I did a couple of retro hails, and one wasn't was accidental, or actually two were accidental, and I coughed a little bit during Bjorn, so I apologize for that. But yeah. it uh, that pepper really gets you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to jump into the cigar news now. I did. Okay. So I got a couple stories on cigar news here. So the first one has to deal with the PCA trade show in July. So the Venetian Sands uh, Expo Center, which uh, is where the PCA convention and trade show is scheduled to take place, has publicly unveiled some of their safety measures they're going to put into place when the hotel and casino reopens. Okay. So the trade show is supposed to take place July 10th through the 14th. And Scott Pierce, who's the executive director of the PCA, told Half Wheel 
that currently the trade show is scheduled to still happen and that the organization is talking with the Sands regularly throughout the whole you know, time and everything, and they're working on some solutions. Um, the Venetian unveiled over 800 individual initiatives that they are going to put into place Good as a grief. result to combat uh, coronavirus. I mean, all sorts of stuff. I mean, limiting how many people can be in an elevator, um, PPE. I wish they'd have done that before now because I hate getting in a crowded elevator. Oh, I know. Well, what are you talking about? I just hate getting on an elevator with you because that's when you decide to drop ass. Oh, I love to leave a bomb in there. Uh-huh. I love people to walk into the cloud. Anyway, Is that wrong? It's horribly wrong. <laughs> it's actually really, really shitty of you. It's it's one of those things when you when the door opens and you walk out and there's no one there, it's fine because you know that that's just going to be a traveling bomb now for people to walk into. It's horrible. But it's when you open the door and there's somebody standing there waiting to get in, you know that they know that. Yeah. 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 You're basically handing them the landmine. <laughs> Here, hold yeah. this claymore. Put put your thumb there. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so anyway. Um, you see the side that says towards enemy? Yeah, you might want to face my fart away from So you. one of the things that's going to affect the PCA <laughs> trade show is um, they're going to have thermal scanners placed at the entrance of the trade show floor. And then they're going to reduce the seating capacity throughout the convention hall so that it can allow for social distancing and social all that. Distance. Social distancing. Uh, contractors are also going to have to be scanned, and apparently there will be inspections. Hmm. So, so like, yeah. Like so, body cavity searches and whatnot? Yeah, don't stop till you hit the back of their teeth kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, th- you know, <laughs> apparently the PCA show is still going on um, in July. I'll be honest. And this is my commentary on this. I'm going to Pat Roberts in my own story here for a moment. Okay, then. I don't know if it's wise to have it in July because you're going to have a number of biz- of, of manufacturers who realistically, I don't know if they're going to be in a position to be able to come up with the money, you know, to, to, to divert their attention away from their business that has taken a major hit this year. To then go out and exactly. have a booth at the at the convention, and then on the flip side, how many retailers are going to be able to reopen their shops, and after after God knows how long of being either doing maybe half sales with the curbside yeah. and the mail order and all that, or in the case of like Tim at the Hill, he's just been shut down this whole time. Yeah. So how many how many of these shops are going to be in a position come July? To be able to say, hey, we just reopened maybe you know a month ago, but yeah, I'll come out and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll hang out in Vegas. I'll drop for a week. everything yeah. and I'll travel to Vegas and I'll drop a ton of money on or you know ordering cigars. Yeah. I mean, some of these businesses are going to be struggling just to reopen. They're not going to be in a position to be spending a ton of money at a trade True. show. I'm so, not sure which one it is, but someone's coming for us. I wouldn't say the sirens are out in the distance there. Yeah, there have been there have been a lot of sirens today yeah. here in beautiful Waterloo, Illinois. Something's know, going on, but, but but anyway, so yeah, so I I just question whether or not I know why they want to have the trade show. It's a money maker for the PCA and 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 their uh, lobbying efforts in DC and everything else. I get all that. Yeah, but I just wonder if Corona may have just really hurt it to where this oh is just, i think it's going to be a shell of itself I, and it was already having problems well there were already issues with this show there were some and the thing is is 
I mean, have they put it in a position to where maybe they could potentially lose money on this? Yeah. And I that would be horrible to see. But anyway, enough of my Pat Robertson. There you so, go. Move Thank on you, Pat. To, move on to the second story here where um, Imperial Brands uh, has announced that they have a deal in place to sell its premium cigar assets for $1.33 billion in two different, lot of zeros. two different sales. So there's two buyers. The first is Gemstone Investment Holding LTD, and the other is Allied Cigar Corporation SL. And according to Half Wheel, they're saying that they're companies that appear to be holding companies created for this deal. So not really a whole lot of details known about who the actual buyers are. Okay. Um, Gemstone Investments Holding, they're going to buy the U.S.-based businesses from uh, Imperial for $200 million. That deal is going to include Tabacalera USA, which is made up of Altidus USA, which makes Monte Cristo, Romeo and Juliet, and a lot of others in the United States. We just Um, had a Monte Cristo uh, not too long ago. They're also going to purchase Casa de Monte Cristo, a chain of high-end retail stores and and others that are owned by franchises. They might make you an offer on Casa de Nick Cigar Lounge. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. The Garage Lounge. The Garage Lounge. And then they also own JR Cigar. Oh, okay. So it's the online and uh, brick-and-mortar retailer there. And then um, Allied Cigar is going to pay $1.128 billion for the rest of the cigar assets, which include the Flor de Copan, a cigar factory in Honduras, 50% stake in Habanos SA, which is a joint venture with the Cuban Tobacco um, group in, that controls the sales and marketing of Cuban cigars worldwide. A 50% stake in Internacional Cubana de Tobacco SA, which is a joint venture that makes Cuban machine-made cigars. A 50% stake in Promotora de Cigaros SL, which is a joint venture that distributes Cuban machine-made cigars around the world. Tabacalera de Garcia, which is the world's largest cigar factory. Vega Fina. And stakes in local Habanos distributors all around the world through a 50% share in Altabana SL. Wow. So there's a whole lot of Cuban cigars. A whole stuff. bunch of Basically, stuff. Basically, there's the U.S. side of everything, and then there's like the worldwide, yeah. which is primarily Cuban kind of side of everything. Apparently, the both deals are not going to close until the third quarter. And the sale of the premium cigar portion of Tabacalera de Garcia is not expected to take place until next year. Okay, then. So there you go. Well, there you go. Is that all you got for cigar news today? That's what I have for cigar news. I have some news. What's your news? Did you see the UFO video that got put out? This isn't cigar news, but... um, What's news? I did see. Blink-182, man. What? Yeah, Blink-182 put this out. I saw that the Department of Defense, they... um, declassified what two three videos yeah tom delong from blink 182 was uh part of the reason that it got put out seriously no absolutely yeah it's they're they're technically not ufos they're uaps unidentified aerial phenomena okay yeah so yeah no those videos are actually pretty cool oh absolutely i mean and they're unexplainable literally they are unexplainable i mean the one that first one that i saw it looks like it's flying kind of above above the cloud line, and and they're they're tracking it and the watching one's it. The one skimming the water, isn't and it? then it just kind of like stop. It like kind of stops and like turns in yeah. such a way that 
Yeah, it's really weird. The and Navy then, pilots were in awe of it, that's for sure. Yeah, and then that second one, the one you're talking about where it's going over the water, it's cool because um, you see this, they're, they're looking at the water with the camera, and this thing goes shooting by, and this, so they readjust, and it goes shooting by again, and, goes, and they readjust, and it goes shooting by again, and by the fourth time, it actually locks onto the thing. Yeah. So now the camera's tracking this thing and following it, and this thing is just booking it, skimming across the water and everything, and it, it, I mean, yeah, I don't know what it was. Wow. Pretty cool. It is neat. Yeah. Well, I contend that it would be extraordinarily vain and ignorant of us to assume that in this wide, wide cosmos that we live in, that we're the only intelligent life to have sprung up. Oh, and yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just, that's just. Ignorant. Well, and and even if you come at it from a religious side, who's to say that that if God came and seeded our planet, which is essentially, you know, Genesis talking about that. Yes. If God came and did that, who's to say he didn't go do that throughout the galaxy? Exactly. Yeah. There's, you know, it's God. He can do what he wants to. Maybe the Garden of Eden is actually the universe and we're all just, you know, whatever. Oh, look at you. You know. That was deep, man. I'm just saying. I'm impressed. We might just be one little blip. Oh, it's like Men in Black when they open up the, uh, oh, they open up the locker and there's a whole universe living in the locker. See? Yeah. Exactly. Same kind of deal. You have no idea. Or Orion's Belt. Yes. Have you ever seen Men in Black? Yes. The, the cat, Orion. Oh. He was wearing the collar. You're right. And the the galaxy was on Orion's Belt. Yep. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. I'd, I remember useless things. I know you do. Yes. So. I'm good at that. Anyway, if I could only like rearrange my gray matter to like solve things and cure things. Oh, there's scientists. Can you imagine? There's scientists that are going to be wanting to study your brain when you die. <laughs> they they kind of want to now. Abby Normal? Who's Abby Normal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Ah, good times. Yep. You so, know, today today was Smoker's Choice, and I had the uh, AVO, and you had your. I had my Perdomo. Yes, because that's your that's that's a go to stick for you, the Perdomos. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, we uh, are doing Smokers Choice this week because it's a five week month, and my monthly cigars. And we're going to get the my monthly box early next week. Exactly. So, so let's get into my monthly cigars. So there's there's quite a bit of actual like other things we need to touch on with my monthly. And, exactly. And, and earlier in the following episode, following into the news here. So so I guess I'll start with our weight loss challenge and our cigars for warriors cigar drive. I kind of touched on it earlier when we were we talking did. with Bjorn. So basically, it's like I was saying earlier. In light of the coronavirus, stay at home orders, and everything else. My Monthly Cigars has helped come up with a way so that people can donate to our cigar drive, but they can they can take part in it, but not have to go to the post office or anything like that. Because, you know, yeah. we want everybody to abide by the stay-at-home orders. We want everybody to, to stay safe and, and whatever. And we don't want to see feel like, you know... That, that you have to go out to the post office if you don't really want to. And then in turn, um, we also don't want you to be disappointed that maybe you weren't able to p- contribute exactly. to the drive because you chose not to go to the post office. So it's one of those things that My Monthly Cigars has come up with a way so that you can donate directly to our Cigars for Warriors drive just by going to their website, MyMonthlyCigars.com. And so there's going to be a, there's a product page on the site. Where you'll be able to buy cigars that are going to be directly donated to Cigars for Warriors. And the pricing structure is very affordable. So you can donate one cigar for $5. 
flat, you know, shipping. Oh, that's cool. Everything's included. So it's one cigar for $5. Yep. And then it is five cigars for $20. Well, that's a good deal. So now at this point, four bucks it's a stick. four bucks a stick. Or you can donate 15 cigars for $50, which comes out I to can't like do that math. it's $3.33 a okay. stick. So there's a, there's a penny lost in there somewhere, but yeah. Yeah, somewhere there's a penny. Yeah. And that's where Richard Pryor finds it and everything. But <laughs> it's a whole other. See, I was going to go Office Space. You got that. Oh, I went with where Office Space ripped it off it, from. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so, you, you know, it's a good opportunity for people to maybe do. And look, our goal is 500 cigars for Cigars for Warriors. Obviously. All we're asking is for our listeners to go on and just buy one cigar. Buy one cigar. But if maybe, you know, you've got a group of guys that you all sit around and smoke and maybe you guys want to go in on the the 15 cigars. Absolutely. I mean, it's a cheaper way for everybody to throw in on it. And, I mean, it's it's 50 bucks. Find 10 people to throw 5 bucks at it. If everybody everybody gets a little cheaper deal at it. If everybody that listens to this podcast would donate one cigar, we would be getting some cigars okay okay i thought you were going to be deeper than that but okay but anyway um there's god so but no but keep an eye on my monthly cigars on their on their social media head on over to their website it's going to be right there on the home page and make sure you join their email list so that you can get updates about it and everything but but yeah i mean it'll be a good way for people to be able to donate a cigar and not have to worry about going to the post office or or missing out on taking part. Yeah. And remember, there's no shipping charges on these um, because my monthly cigars has got the cigars. So you know, it's just it's just a flat five um, five twenty and fifty on the pricing. There know? you go. So, That's awesome. That's really cool yep. of them to do that. I think it's great. And then uh, yeah, and then the other thing. That we'll get into here. But wait, so, there's more? So so for those of you who don't know, My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. Look at you. Where you can get uh, cigars sent to your home every month. Now, this month, May, May, is their 12th month in existence. So they are celebrating one year going That's cool. with the club. And so there's a lot going on over at My Monthly Cigars this month. So normally this would be the time I tell you, you know... We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also have the Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. It's two of everything that's in the Robusto box, so it's good to share. And, you know, we talk about that. We also would talk about how we have the offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. Which is good for free shipping on your first subscription or 20% off any of the items in the online store. But I can also tell you... Wait, What? That there is free shipping for the entire month of May on all cigars and merchandise. Well, that's awesome. Subscription's not included. However, if you use that offer code, then, you know, you get free shipping on your first subscription box. Well, that's cool. So, yeah. So, if you go to their online store, it's free shipping all month long. Well, there you go. I like helping Nick out. You know, he's he's kind of new in the industry like we are. So, yeah. that's awesome. And they've got that MSRP guarantee. 
That's right. Which is good because it shows, you know, the value of the cigars in the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So if uh, you get that $30 box, I mean, April it was $42 was the value of the cigars. Somewhere around that, yeah. Um, I obviously don't know the May value yet. but We're going to know ha- soon. I have it on pretty good authority that it's pretty high. Yeah. So, I'm not going to lie. I'm really hyped up to find out what's in the box. Yeah. So What's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? So, you know, I mean, it, it, you get you get your money's worth out of it. Now, the other thing that we have to touch on with My Monthly Cigars. There's even more? There's more. Basically, to celebrate their 12 months. I know, actually don't know this. So, yeah, to this cel- is. To celebrate the 12 months, they're doing 12 giveaways throughout May. So, they're going to do 12 separate giveaways where they're going to be giving away lighters, ashtrays, cigars, swag, possibly even a free subscription. And the way you get in on these giveaways, I mean, so wait, let, let's do the quick and sloppy math. There's four weeks in May. Yeah. You're talking, what, three giveaways a week? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's quite a bit of stuff. Um, head on over to their social media, join their mailing list, and then that way you get the announcements about the giveaways and you join the mailing list by going to MyMonthlyCigars.com and scrolling down to the bottom of the homepage. And once you do that and you follow them on socials and everything, you can you can be watching and take part in the giveaways and win some free swag. That's and cool. he told me some of the swag that he's got, and there's some of it that I want even. But, you know. I don't think we I should. Don't, I don't think we qualify. So Well, I think, yeah, with us, yeah, that would be, yeah. you know. But anyway. No, so. people screaming it's rigged. No, exactly. So, but, but nonetheless, we'll, we'll stand down. But folks. what I'm telling it's you all is, for you. But what I'm telling you is, there's stuff that's so good, even I would want it. Well, what cigar-related items don't we want? Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, there's some that you're just like, do I need that? But there's some that I'm like, I want that. Oh, you're talking about like that walking humidor you sent me the other day, dude. That looks awesome. That is the coolest. That looks awesome. I mean, I obviously have to reach out to the company to find out how much it is, but that thing. Oh, is, it's gonna be a few bucks. Oh, just a little bit. <clears throat> but yeah, it's amazing. Okay, now they are not a sponsor. No, in any yeah, way. Yeah, we're, we're moving away from sponsorships <laughs> now. But now, yeah, we I I sent Jeff a link to a company that they will. They build uh, walk-in humidors, and um, it is the coolest. So instead of converting a room into your house, maybe you've got your basement, you know, and you want to put in a giant walk-in humidor. They will, or just in the corner of your living room. Yeah, or just exactly. Maybe you just have your living room, and you just want to convert. You know, I can't find the giant. link. Can you pull it up? Oh my! I don't know what uh, text chain. We have several text chains. I don't know, actually. I thought it was just to you, just by itself there. Maybe not. Why the hell would I not? I don't know. It's not in our text chain. Oh, it's in the one with John. Oh, okay. There you go. With our friend John. Yeah, that's right. Because I said that I needed it for my office. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I don't blame you. So the site is humidorstore.com. But they have a thing on there about walk-in humidors. And let me tell you, it's pretty smooth looking. Oh, it's it's I, incredible. I mean, you know, you can customize the size and everything. And it's called the Man Cave. I want one of these in the worst possible way. Oh, I don't blame you, dude. Yeah, you sent this link to me, and I've just been salivating. I don't. 
I don't know why I would need this. Why wouldn't you? But I desperately want it. Yeah, it's really awesome. So I don't I don't know what that has to do with anything. You know, while people are signing up for the giveaways at MyMonthlyCigars.com, they should probably just come over to our socials and sign up for our monthly or quarterly or yearly newsletter, however it turns out. However it turns yes. out. Yeah, if you sign up for our newsletter over at CigarPulpit.com, that's how you get entered to win in our weekly giveaways. And you just do that over at the website. And as long as you're on the, the email list, then you're entered to win every week. Exactly. And so. uh, it's uh, Nick at CigarPulpit.com is how they reach out to you. Yes. Yes. I was like, wait, what? We're also on Facebook, Instagram. Oh, you're doing Twitter. You're doing the socials. Yeah. That was my segue into the socials. And YouTube. <laughs> In MySpace. No. Wait, that's not a thing anymore. That's right. And more importantly, because we're probably on these the most, we're on Instagram. The Instas. At The Cigar Pulpit and at Naked Gator. That's N-E-K-K-I-D right. N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page? That is your page. You actually posted a picture the other day. <laughs> I did. I posted actually a Martinez cigar standing on its ash. You did. I was really proud of that. Now, the, the little, the back story to that yeah. is... I stood it up, and it was actually kind of a windy day, a little more windy than it is here right now on the deck or where we're social distancing and recording. And uh, I, I stood the cigar up, and I'm like, holy shit, it worked. And I realized my phone wasn't on the charger because my battery is just horrible and has to be charged constantly. And so I asked Addie. She was over on the other side of the deck. I said, Addie, will you go get my phone for me? And she, you know, actually did it and didn't give me any grief. She comes back, hands it to me. I'm thinking, oh, my sweet kid. I turn around. I snap one picture of the cigar. And I start to position to try to get others. And I even told her, I said, hey, you know, be real still for a minute so I can get these pictures. And she literally jumps two feet in the air and straight back down on the deck. And it collapsed. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I sounds just like Addie. wanted to throttle the kid. Because like, ah! uh, I couldn't believe I got it to stand up. At least you got the one picture. The construction on that thing was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a it was a forty five series. Yeah, at least great got, cigar. At least you got the one picture. I did. So we we have finished up our cigars. What are your final thoughts on it? Oh, I love it, man. I mean, Smoker's Choice. It was kind of one of those things. It's like, okay, well, do I go with something I've never had before? Which is what I, I did. Go, or do I go with something that I have had before? And so I obviously went the opposite way as you, and I went for something that I have definitely had before. And that that Perdomo 12-year barrel-aged, um, the Connecticut, that's fantastic stick, man. It was Good great. Stuff. I, uh, burn was was fantastic. Draw was fantastic. Construction was great. Um, the, the flavor notes were great. I, I have nothing bad to say about that. Story. My AVO was a really good stick, too. And, again, it's not one that you, you probably wondered why I was smoking that cigar. Because it's not one that I normally yeah, would pick, that but was different. I wanted to try something different. Okay, and it was good. Was it that was out of the good. Kansas City cigars? That was out of the I cigars from the Kansas City Cigar Festival. Yes, it didn't seem like one that you would go for. But did uh, you know? I was and that's wondering how you ended up with again. That. The beauty of getting to go to those festivals, besides meeting everybody, is getting again the random sticks that you get that you can try and see what you like. And it was actually a very good cigar. Well, hopefully, nice all those box press. It was a big one for me. It was a sixty. That was a big one. Yeah, that's not normally a uh, gauge that I smoke. But that's true. So. That was a box press, so interesting. Made it a little more palatable for me. There you go. <laughs> oh well, Nick, gosh. it's been a heck of a cast. Yeah, Bjorn, Bjorn was great, man. I'm thanks oh, again, buddy. Yes. We so appreciate you coming on. Thanks again, Bjorn. We really do appreciate you fitting time into your day to talk to us and and uh, 
Yeah, no. He, he went above and beyond. He did. Yep. He really did. He did. So. Good deal. Well, buddy. You know who loves Bjorn? Who? Larry. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Larry okay. loves Bjorn. It's a shame they couldn't have got a chance to, you know, catch I up. I know. I know. Well, you know. I mean, it was Skype, so theoretically Bjorn could have seen Larry. That's true. Yeah, yeah. we should have invited him. Yeah. We'll have to get a... You know what? I've had some people suspect that Larry's not real. <sighs> Guys, and so why would we do that? I think what needs to happen now, is... It's ignorant enough that you know that it's actually a person. I think what needs to happen is I think at some point we need to get a picture with Larry. Or at the very well, least... I'd say we have him on the cast. You know, and that's... I mean, we have had him on the cast. Well, no, when COVID... And you make fun of him. He won't go on screen. You make fun of him every time he comes over here he won't about go on how screen. crappy his segment is, but... Well, that's Nick true. Nick that, Nick no, that's true. He, I'm going to explain something to you. He doesn't want to go on video. Air. He doesn't want to go on video right now because he doesn't want the National Guard to be able to put a face, you know. But you realize everything. it's dead air, right? You get that. Dude, yes, he's I mute. mean, I like Larry. He's mute, yes, but you know, realistically, he's got some good thoughts and he's smoking stuff that we don't want to smoke. So, you know, <laughs> The sad part is most all the cigars are ones that I've smoked. You have smoked, yeah, I have. yeah, but you know. I'll smoke cheap, I'm not proud. one of those things that I figure, you know, I, he's bringing something else to the table, so I'm fine with his reviews. Fair enough. I mean. Address your correspondence to Nick at CigarPulpit.com. Anyway, so. No, we'll have to introduce the people to Larry at some point. Yeah, he's so. he, I think he, once this is over, he'll want to come on camera. All right, well, we'll figure that out. Okay. So. Anything else for the good of the cause? Dude, I am tapped. All right. Well, folks, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Stay safe and stay smoky.